right, we are now live. Everybody can hear us and they can see me. Uh, no, no tank top. We'll see as the night progresses, though. It is a little warm. Um, we'll give tricks a minute, and then we'll recap and all that kind of good stuff. Um, while we wait, sad news today in the fantasy realm. Ian Holm, a.k.a. Bilbo Baggins, passed away today. It's sad times. Rest in peace. Yep. Welcome, Trix. Welcome, Wendell. Hello. Hey, everybody. All right. So, we'll kick things off. We'll do a quick little recap. Um, the last two adventures, uh, you met with a guard whose name is of no concern at the moment because I don't feel like looking it up. Um, she said that Father Gregory had gone missing investigating the disappearance of some other people. You did some investigating. Uh, you stopped at a very high-end establishment brothel called the Glory Hole. Um, they were missing a a worker, um, a a pleasure therapist. I guess you would call her would be her professional title. Um, uh, you stopped in the Fallen Soldier, you met some dwarves who said that they had seen some peculiar looking people with hoods lurking around, asking about the old Morehouse. Then they also saw a different hooded figure that appeared to have snatched somebody up. They gave chase, were unable to catch them. Um, let's see here. You all ended up going to the Morehouse. You very easily dealt with some uh, hired thugs that kind of seemed to be on lookout. You went into the house. Long story short, you came downstairs. Father Gregory was eating himself. Uh, it turned out that it was a ghoul or a something or another. Uh, you all killed it. Uh, you rescued Father Gregory upon leaving. The hooded figure was dragging uh, the lady that seemed to manage the establishment of the glory hole towards the house. You all very heroically minded your own business and rescued Father Gregory and left the uh, organ filch and the young lady or the older lady uh, to themselves. You know, as you expected our privacy, you kept your social distancing, so bravo. Um, it all earned you a point of corruption. Uh, you returned Father Gregory back. He has rested up. Um, before we get rolling, I know everybody leveled up. Um, if you want to share what you did, you can. Or if you just want to let your party members figure it out as we play along, that's even better. Uh, you also have your living expenses um, that we need to upkeep. So, the question is, uh, don't forget you each got two silver shillings as a reward, by the way, for getting Father Gregory. Um, you have six different lifestyle choices. Destitute, 
poor, getting by, comfortable, wealthy, and rich. Um, I'll just start in my Discord uh, at the top. So, um, Miter, how how would you say that you spent the uh, the night living, recouping your wounds? Could you repeat the lower half of that list? Uh, you've got destitute, <laughs> poor, getting by, comfortable, wealthy, and rich. I'd say I'd go ahead with poor. All right, so that will cost you two copper pieces. So go ahead and deduct that from your inventory. Um, let's see here. Um, and we'll come back to you in just a moment. Uh, Wendell, how do you say you would have lived? Well, considering I now have two silvers and a copper to my name, I'm probably going to say, like, poor or less. Alright, so poor, so that's going to be two copper pieces that you'll need to deduct as well whenever you get back. Um, let's see here. Uh, Timothy, what about you? Well, I, I spent spent all of my, my, my silver on, on, on studies uh, and, and an excellent kit, but uh, alas, I, I, I got back to the inn and uh, I couldn't pay for my room, so I quickly ran next door to the tailors and sold my cloak, and I had just enough to, to cover and just just get by. It's 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 not the best place. It's you know small, just getting by, rented room, small hovel, poor part of the town, not too far from the, uh, uh, the glory hole, but but it'll do. I have oh, two well. coppers in my name left over after that. All right. Would it be for me to have noticed that he had? said, I don't have my money, let me go sell my cloak, I'll be right back, and had the ability to stop him from... Um... I mean, that's up to up to to y'all. I... If, uh, if Timothy would have announced the fact that he had to go sell his cloak because he didn't have any money, then absolutely. Or if he just kind of wandered off, it would, it would kind of be up to y'all. That's your call then, Timothy, if you announced it or if you did it sneakily. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit ashamed about it, but I, but I did, I did mention it, and, and I, uh, said, I promised uh, I, I had, I have good news when I get back, though. I, I'll cover your room this time, lad. I've, I've been where you are before. You can get me back when you can. Oh, excellent, excellent. Well, I, I, I promise to keep you up and living. I'll, I'll have to tell you more when you get back. All right. So, Wicko, um. Deduct a silver shilling uh, to cover Timothy's room. Um, Bellis, how did you uh, spend your downtime living? <laughs> well, as far as living, I would say that it was poor. However, as you know, I have a tendency to um, partake in other adventures. So all of that together cost me a whole silver. So I've got one silver left. All right. Let's so you're... be realistic. You worked at the you worked at the glory hole. That's right. He was worked the glory hole. Be, <laughs> worked would be a, uh, I guess a metaphor. Yep. All right, and uh, last but certainly not least, Stone. How have you? Uh, how would you have have spent your downtime? Uh, PM'd you. Alright, so you're going 
Okay. All right. So uh, we'll start with you there. Um, Miter, go ahead and give me a strength challenge roll. Just let four. me know. Let, what's that? Four. A four. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. So you, uh, since you were poor, living in a tiny room, shared with others, you lost something while you were uh, resting. Great. Uh, um, so let's see here. What would I like you to lose? One, two, three. Um, roll me a D. You know what? Fuck it. We're not even going to roll. Somebody stole your clothes and you were walking around naked. That's a good thief. Thanks but for the host. Miter, uh, how are you? Are you human? Or are you dwarf? I'm dwarf. Right. Wendell, um, since you're driving, you cannot roll a d20. Um, would you like me to roll it, or do you want to do it when you get back? I do have my dice app, I think. Uh, okay, yeah, there we go. So go ahead and throw me a uh, throw me a D twenty uh, strength challenge roll. Alright, so it's a four plus whatever my modifier is, which I think is zero anyway. Alright, so you lose something as well. Um, you actually stayed with uh, Miter, and somebody uh, stole your clothes as well. Um, so when you get back, just mark through that on your character sheet. Miter, be sure to mark through your clothes as well. Um, let's see here. Uh, Stone, go ahead and give me a strength challenge roll. Eleven. All right, so you're able to keep your clothes on. Kind of disappointed. <laughs> Stone is is Miter the one the the dwarf that you look up to? Well, not anymore since he lost his clothes. I. That's what you think. <laughs> I. I don't want to metagame too much, but no, that's that's. That's not accurate. Um, it's not that I don't look up to him. It's just that's not the way I do things. But he did earn my respect. Uh, I'll go that. Okay. So, I don't. I, I, you get the impression Stone probably doesn't look up to anyone. Okay. Even though he's short. I, I go to Miter and I go, "Oh, my friend, what what happened?" It seems that we uh, that we. We're robbed last night. Um, of course, this this hovel that we stay in—it's it's understandable. But come on, all of my clothes. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I uh, well, uh, our friend Stone here was uh, able to pay for my room. Um, I, I have a cloak. Would Would you like to borrow it? 
Thank you, my friend. I would be happy to borrow it. Um, for your troubles, I'd be more than happy to pay for your room tomorrow. Oh, well, we we can do it. I mean, it's 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 not much, but it's it, but it's a nice cloak. It'll at least keep you dry. And since it's human size, it, it, it it'll definitely cover. Um, and I kind of put downwards bit. the important bits. Yeah, that, thank you. Thank. Thank you, my friend. Is that cloak your cloak, or is it the cloak we scavenged from the basement? No, it's the cloak that I have. Ashim, uh, are you the one that lost uh, the clothing also? Uh, yes. It wasn't there a cloak we got from the basement? <laughs> there are cultist robes with sigils on them. Um, I, 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 I lean over to you, and I... Are you, you're, you're human size, right? Yes. I go... Um, a similar ask, but I, I have these cultists' robes. I, the, 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 the cult of the, of, of, uh, what was it? The, uh, iron, uh, what was the notes that we had? Did you remember what the, we, you told us what the name of it was. I'm, cult of the uh, Brotherhood of Shadow? Uh, Brotherhood of Shadows. Um, uh, though, uh, my friend, I can tell you just from what I have learned, um, uh, uh, while we were wilding away the time that there, there may be inquisitors in town and, and, and cults of the demons are not wonderfully looked towards. Um, I do, I, I do happen, to, I, I, uh, since I have bought some armor, uh, you can borrow my courtier's clothes if you would prefer, or you can, you can borrow the robes. Which would you prefer? The robes are fine. I'm not exactly a people. Well, just if you see any men that are looking at you a little oddly and they've got signals of the church on them, um, you may want to have a good reason for why you're wearing these. And I hand over the uh, the cultist robes. Do, can you turn it inside out? I'll just open the robes. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, friend uh, Stone uh, suggests that you may wear them inside out. If that doesn't remove the sigil's visibility, we could always just cut it from the cloth. And I look down, and you notice like Stone is wearing patched clothing anyway. He doesn't really care about his appearance, so that seemed like he's meaning that as a sincere suggestion. Just like remove the offensive parts. Or it could be that Ashim is a cultist and he wants to wear them. So. I'm sure it will drain the attention that we're looking for. Alright, um, Miter, I restarted the sound, so you should hear some here shortly. Um, Alright, so you all have... Kinda, kinda met up, uh, wherever the hell, it doesn't really matter. Um, recouping yourselves after losing your clothes, some of you slept in nice rooms, um... And, wouldn't call it nice. Yeah. It was a roof. Um, and a, a page uh, approaches y'all and, and kind of bows your head. And I, excuse me, I, I have a summons here. Father Gregory would like to, to see you if you have a, a few moments. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, is, is, do you know if he's been healed? The last time we saw him, he was unfortunately... Uh, oh, it looked like he paid an arm and a leg. Yes, yes, he he is fine. He he asked that you come for once. 
Uh, he has some people that would like to, uh, that is requesting an audience with you. Who are those people? Uh, that I am afraid I, I am unsure. I was just sent here Describe to them. deliver this message. Describe them. Um, one is a an older man, and the other one is a younger man. Um, maybe early 20s, maybe, if I had to guess. Uh, wealthy looking or official? And he kind of looks at himself, and you see that he's wearing just raggedy robes. Um, yes. I take my leave and he kind of, uh, he bows and heads towards the direction of the, of the church where, where Father Gregory is. Okay. I, I look at the others. Um, shall we go? I look at Velas. Have, have you had your, well, I'm not really say, sure if it would be your fill for the day, but... Are you ready to leave the brothel for a while? Uh, yeah, I believe they're ready for me to leave. But uh, yeah, sure. Let's go see what uh, what I can get up to with you, young whippersnappers. Can we get that page's name? And if we didn't, can we retroactively ask for it? Um, you did not get his name, and he says that um, in the service of Father Gregory, you do not have a name. Okay. But if he did have a name, it would be Robert Paulson. <laughs> At least somebody got it. His name is Robert Paulson. All right. So you all head to the temple, the Shrine of the Ascended. I had to look up what it was. Um, I feel like my diligent spleen wants us to go to the... the uh, temple as we as we go to the temple do i see anywhere that i could possibly like buy some clothes um yeah you could definitely uh stop in a shop real quick and buy some clothes um bu- 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 common varies so the price varies um that's unfortunate apparel and accessories just clothing basic five copper pieces um so yeah basic clothing is five copper pieces so if you would like to buy some uh you can buy some basic clothing for five copper pieces i would what's the breakdown to silver to copper uh one silver to ten copper yep thanks and it goes bits to copper to silver to gold is that it correct How was that? There we go. This is more like it. I was like, did somebody else hear an opera singer on the street? I, I hear it, but it sounds like Miter and Flip can both not hear Sirenscape. Which is unfortunate because you play some good sounds. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with it. It's crazy. Oh, uh, I'm just, just hearing voices, mumbling voices coming from inside the temple. Shall we go in and uh, and see Father Gregory? I'm trying to find. Does it show that they're connected on your end? Yeah, it, sh- it shows they're connected. 
Let me try something out. Okay, so there's, I see where Trix just connected. Trix are for kids. Not these. <laughs> Tricks are for cows. Hmm. The, only thing I could, the only thing I would suggest if it shows your connection and you've already restarted is just check in your volume mixer. Sorry, right, there we go. Now I see. Flip just, you just activated. Let me restart it. Yeah, I hear cathedral music or something. Yeah, he's starting something new now. Yep. Now do you hear it there, Phil? It's uh, taking me. It's taking me to a place where it's asking for a device pin. Um, that's weird. I see. It actually click. says you're connected to me. So click on the link that I sent you. And then you may need to put it. Uh, if you look at your Serenscape, it may have it may have a device number, and you click on that. Type that in and hit enter, and then it'll join. The, it'll connect the two together. Where do I get that link? It should be on the uh, 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 the utility app itself. The thing that looks like a serpent. Threw it in Discord too. While y'all work through that, uh, so you arrive at the Shrine of the Ascended. Father Gregory sees you all come in and he motions for you. Ah, oh, please, please come in. I I am mending. I, I cannot thank you enough for your, your rescuing me. Uh, thank you for, for answering my summons. I... I have somebody that has heard of your deeds and and has need of your skills. Just nod back, not saying anything, hoping he'll continue. He uh, he he motions uh, to a group of pews for y'all to sit down, and he. He, uh, you see him kind of look over to a corner and, and motion to an older gentleman and a, a young young man, and they come over and, and please uh, allow me to introduce Master Dream. He is a a member of the uh, uh, merchants, uh, and this is is. Phineas, uh, Frent, am, am I pronouncing that right? Frent, yes, and, well, I'll, I'll let them tell, tell their, their story. Uh, so, Father Gregory kind of steps back and, Can I roll perception? What's that? Can I roll, like, perception just to see if, you know, you know, if they look like their clothes are new, if they're, you know, if they're actually wealthy, if they look like they say they are who they say are, a merchant and such and such. Yeah, give me a, give me a perception roll. Uh, just for point of order, whenever everyone else sat down at the pews, or if they did, I well, chose to stay standing. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, Timothy, you see that they, they, I mean, they're not, you can tell that they're not super rich. They definitely have a little bit of money. 
Um, they definitely look like they are who they say they are. Okay. Thanks. Um, Master Dreen looks and says, I, uh, Thank you, Father Gregory. Um, greetings, my name is... Is Dreen. Um, and I heard that you all have a... A skill set, I guess we'll say, of being able to to find in and locate uh, people, as you did find and locate Father Gregory. Um. Uh, yes. Yes. I, I. Not my particular skill, but my. Well, somebody chime in. Straight to the point, then. Um, my daughter, Candace, uh, has been kidnapped, and I, I obviously, I, I need to get her back. Um, do you think that you might be able to help with that? I, I at, at first, yeah, I thought that maybe when when word reached that it was maybe this organ filch that's that's plaguing the streets, but but Phineas here, um, when he told me about it, uh, he actually got the shit kicked out of him, and and uh, she was kidnapped. Uh, the, I look to Phineas. The, the kidnappers, were they, hmm, by chance wearing ceremonial robes? Would, did you happen to even, you know, see hide or shadow of them? He, he kind of... Inferring, inferring something about the Brotherhood of the Shadows. He, he steps forward and you see that he, it does look like he was in a scuffle. Um, you know, black eyes, some cuts and bruises and whatnot, and well, I I didn't really get a, a good look at them. Um, they they look like a, a local gang here that we've had some issues with. Um, called the the Rude Boys, I think they've been called. Um, I I do hear tell that they actually were just hired to 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 guard the old Moore house. I look at the others, and I uh, then I look back to him. Uh, did you recognize a knife like this on them? And I pull out the knife that we took off one of the bottles. Well, I mean, that's just a common, common knife, but a lo- it's a long knife. It's one of the uncommon long knives that they had on them. Well, to to somebody of my standing, that is a common knife. Nothing oh, fancy. Oh, I can see that a common street thug would employ such a device. But um, I believe the question was if you saw that knife. The next question would be if you didn't, what did you see? You seem to be leaving out a lot of details for when you want us to help you. Well, I, I, I did see that, yes, they did have knives like that. Um, and as I, I mentioned, they, they beat me up and knocked me unconscious and, and kidnapped my dear Candace. We were engaged to be married. So they had knives, but they didn't slice you. They just punched you. How long have you been dating Candace? And how long has have you been working for Master Green? 
Um, I think I've been dating Candace for a, a couple of months. Um, you know, I don't exactly remember how how long it's been. Um, and I I don't really work for for Master Dream. I I just kind of shadow him at the moment. What exactly do you do? If you want to in roll in shadows, stone. brother. What's uh what's that uh stone? I I'm just totally suspicious. I don't know like in in 5e I would say I want to roll insight. I don't know what I do for uh, that. Give me uh perception. Uh I got 11 total. All right. So you you can see that he is telling you the truth that uh he he does, uh, he was in a fight, he was not unconscious, um, and he is being forth-telling with everything that he knows. Okay. Stone kind of visibly relaxed and pays more attention. So his, uh, uh, Master Dream steps forward and says, um, I, I, I can see that you're a little suspicious of my son. Um, well, not my son, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Um, my soon-to-be son-in-law. Um, reason why, how we know it was the Rue boys is they, just this morning, uh, before we came here, we, we received a, a ransom letter saying that if we don't deliver, uh, some money to them, um, 200 silver shillings, I believe, uh, that they will begin sending parts of her back to me. So what you're saying is, is is that I'm sorry, you, you can't trust them even if you give them 200 silver shillings, but if you give us 200 silver shillings and we will definitely give back your daughter. What's that? How was, the message, how was the message delivered to you? Um... We heard a a knock at the door. I opened it, and there was a a parchment uh, nailed to the door. And go ahead. Do you still have that? Uh, yes, I do. And he uh, he hands it out to you. And it uh, it says deliver uh, deliver. Um, the amount of two. Oh, I'm sorry, 100 silver shillings uh, in the alley behind the old, uh, behind the glory hole, under the crate that's marked with an X, and then at the end it says um, "Rude Boys." Do you have any other hints that could help us? Um, I looked at Father Gregory. Have you seen the where the rude boys are? You seem to know the areas from your hunt. Um, can I you know, uh, use intellect or something to try to figure out if if they would know where the hideout of the rude boys is? Yeah, give me an intellect roll. Um, Stone, what were you going to say a second ago? Uh, well, I don't want to interrupt the flow of the current. No, no, you're, you're good. You're good. You talking to looking at Mr. Master Dream, 
you mentioned that you've had issues with the Rude Boys previously, so it's, forgive me for not knowing context, it sounds like this is an escalation of that. What else do we need to know of this story? Do you believe they intend to return her? Do you believe she's still alive? Have they well, killed others before? Well, I mean... I've never dealt with the Rude Boys before. We we just kind of... we. Everybody around here knows that they're local muscle, local local gang. Um, I tell you what I can do. Um, here's my can word. Can you describe her again? Um, yeah, she's uh, about 16 years old. Um, beautiful young, young, young girl. Um, I might be a bit partial, though. I am her father. Uh, she... Um, Nice olive skin, long flowing black hair, and, and green eyes. Um, here's my worries. I, I hope, one, I hope that you will go and, and find her and bring these kidnappers to justice. If you do so, you are more than welcome. I will give you the reward money instead of them, obviously. Um, and he kind of leans in a little bit. Um, I, I don't really want these guys brought to justice. It would suit me just fine if you slit their throats. I, I lean into him and I say, um, "We know the brother. We know the uh, rude boys are are actually working for the Brotherhood of the Shadows." Um, uh, I, I, with you know, my insight check with the 19, something like that. Um, might you know about them or any rivalry with the Brotherhood of the Shadows for why they may kidnap your daughter? Um, I have a cult background, if that helps I, you. I, I would imagine, I mean, I've never had any dealings with, with either, either party, but I would imagine that perhaps the Brotherhood of Shadows would hire out the Rude Boys to do errands and muscle and and whatnot but, but why would they target you that i am unsure of myself maybe they needed money and and decided to to kidnap her i i am unsure when was she kidnapped i know you said you got the ransom note this morning um she was kidnapped last night um From i believe home. I believe, and and uh, Dream looks over at Phineas. Um, y'all were coming home from um, the Liquid Smoke, I believe, a a tavern. I lean over next to him and tap him on the shoulder with the staff, and I go, "Yeah, sure, that's what you were doing." He he gets a little bit of a uh, of a smirk. So I, I have instruction to to leave the money uh, this evening, um, once it gets dark, um, in the alley behind the fallen soldier, uh, in the crate. Um, so I would ask that you, I, I'll deliver the money, obviously, and then maybe you can tell them back to where they're hiding my, my Candace or, 
or capture them and and get them information out of them. I mean, I don't want to tell you your business. You obviously know what you were are doing. Um, but yeah, well, I'll I'll shut up and I'll I'll leave that to y'all. Do, so, uh, just one last question: Do do, do the root boys? They kind of are they the main criminals in this area? Um. I mean, we have. So they might many have stolen my friends, my we, friends' clothing. So I, that's just why I, I was wondering. I, I wouldn't know anything of, uh, about your friends' clothing. Um, I mean, they are one of the many criminal elements. Um, but I, I know here in this area, you'll definitely be running into them. If you don't know, who would? being a merchant and being connected in this city, who would know more information about these Root Boys? Um, as you said, we know our stuff, and I don't like the idea of tailing kidnappers to uh, headquarters that may have 100 gangsters, 200 gangsters. I I'd like to know their... Uh, so Father, Father Gregory steps up and says, uh, well... Um, I've heard whisper that I I would say that the Rude Boys, I mean, their numbers are nowhere that big. Uh, perhaps maybe a dozen or, or so total. They they are looking to expand their membership and whatnot, but I, you won't run into any overwhelming forces. Definitely not in the hundreds. Rather than waiting tonight, is there a way, place where they like to hang out? It, it looks like you canvassed this, this city very well looking for this organ filch. Surely you've run into them in, in higher numbers in some place. Um, oddly enough, they they don't really seem to come out uh, during the daytime. They're more of uh, night owls. Didn't you, you mention the Morehouse? Yes, yes. Do we, do we, I mean, we know the organ filch is there. It's during the day. We've got a full day. Do we want to go back and take care of that thing? I look at Velas, the lady, if she's in any capacity since the night, may, may be willing to very well reward you, and probably for free. Well, she may may have a couple of usable parts in her kingdom. Shall, shall we go back and, and, and deal with the blackguard? I would be interested in the I mean... In, in seeing what's more about that area. I too. Uh, Dreen steps forward and says, I I do have one small request. Um, Phineas here uh, is just absolutely um Oh, what's the word that I'm searching for? Uh, demoralized at uh, uh, of getting jumping and, and losing uh, the love of his life. He he asked if he might uh, accompany uh, y'all so that he can be there whenever you you find and rescue her. You want us to be a bodyguard too for another uh, hundred silver? Um. I tell you if what, these Phineas, men were able to beat him up last time, Phineas, uh, why don't why don't you, you just stay here with me? Protection. Now he's he's fine. I'll uh, he can stay here with me. Chivalry isn't always cracked up to be young. He you see he he kind of gets this um, 
disappointed look on his face and, and nods in understanding. Take blessing in that your loss wasn't fatal. Learn from it and grow stronger for next time. Alright, um, I mean, that's all the information I, I have, so... What time, uh, how many hours from now did you plan on delivering this money to the crate behind the glory hole? Well, sun, sundown, it's, uh, it's about, um, it's about lunchtime now, so sundown is about seven hours. How, uh, GM, how far from... Father Gregory's temple, what you call it, ascended? Yep. How far from here to the glory hole alleyway, time-wise, walking? Um, so looking at the little map of the crossings, which, shit, I forgot to get uh, a more detailed. It is probably about 10 minutes. Um, let me share this with you. So 15 is the Shrine of the Ascended. 16, just above it and to the right, is where the fallen soldier is so that little brown the building behind it will say whatever is the brothel all right uh master dream we're going to investigate another option um would you meet here say 6 30 uh, and then we'll we'll reconvene me um why don't we why don't we meet at maybe the fallen soldier um that way it's a little closer just in case something happens where uh, we can make the money drop we can meet earlier if you'd like but no i i don't want to be seen with you any closer to where these the drop point is because maybe we'll have likely staked it out and as you said you chose to leave it up to us how we get things done yeah good good point good point um that's fine. Why don't we meet back here at six o'clock, um, and then uh, we'll we'll go from there. I look around. Anyone else have issues with that or a better idea? All right, let's go. All right, so where are we going? Back to the house, right? We're gonna go kill the organ filch if we can. Uh, investigate and kill him if he's there. Yeah. I don't want to just barge in looking for a fight. Kind of look through the windows first and shit. Oh, that is just crazy. Um, is there a fight going on outside? Oh. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> We're all dead. He lied. There are hundred. Why are there <laughs> fucking kinkus? God, I'm I'm gonna end up making y'all. Have flashbacks of uh, Dragon Heist. What the fuck's on here? Hang on a second. I look to the others. Uh, how did the rest of you take your time? I, I learned some wonderful spells after almost being gutted a couple of times. I 
I, I uh, learned some wonderful spells that, that should keep us moving, and if I fail at that, should keep us moving. I look to, to Stone. How did you spend your time, friend? Enjoyably. And so y'all are headed to the Moore house, is that correct? Yes. And you're, were y'all gonna, alright, so you, uh, you arrive at the Moore house. Um, as we approach, looking around, checking the face and, you know, appearance of everyone around, um, both people by themselves and in groups of two or three, trying to spot what you may think a, you know, criminal gangster lookout. Did, didn't the guys have like a badge on their armor that we saw previously? Um, let me see here. Um, bu- 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 bu. um, they did not. Okay. Um, so you see, so what exactly were you looking for again, Stone? I, I'm sorry. Anyone that, you know, doesn't look like just a, a regular common blue collar worker, someone that looks like maybe they've, they're living a rough, hard life, they're looking around being sus- conspiratorially, you know, criminals. Now they, I mean, you see. Since this is the lower class side of town, you do see, um, you know, beggars, vagrants. You see people just just going about their day, uh, going about their day. Um, nobody looks suspicious really at all. Just everybody trying to take it, taking it one day at a time, hoping they don't lose their clothes when they go to sleep at night. And when we get to where the Morehouse is in view. Um... Keeping an, you know, like I said, looking around, but keeping an eye on it. Do we see anyone coming or going? Anyone nearby, leaning up against the door frame, whatever? Uh, you do not. Uh, do you approach the back or the front of the house? Neither. Um, I'll turn around and say uh, to our group, I freely admit I, uh, I'm not very sneaky even when I want to be, but I, I think it might behoove us to have one try to peek ahead, peek in the windows, maybe, listen to the door before we all approach. And uh, I think we all need to be close enough that if things do go bad, we can get there quickly. We saw that Oregon Filch before, and I don't know how tough he is. I have not seen one who had nerved. Um, so what were you trying to do there, Timothy? Uh, nothing. Okay. Uh, just double. I gotcha. Um, I'm not sneaky at all, but um, I'm uh, I, I'll poke my head in the in the window, look down into the basement area again. Well, if, if you're not sneaky either, or uh, no offense, sir, but you, you strike me as the most fragile amongst us. You might be the most powerful, but you don't look like you could take too much of a 
Actually, actually just so you know, my character is wearing uh, brigadine uh, leather uh, leather plated like armor, and he's carrying a a large spear and shield. Ah, I stand corrected. All the spell casting conjured a wizard image in my head. I apologize. Think more sort uh, uh, battle mage type of stuff. I got you. There's there's, uh, there's like there's like a writing kit strapped to one side, like an alchemist kit with a bunch of tubes that that bubble and have like weird green colors and stuff like that and, and on, on another hip. And there's several like scroll tubes like tied in it, almost like a bandolier across my chest. And I've got a spear and a dagger at my side. Uh, you 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 look me over and I see you and I said, well, I got I got tired of being gutted last time. Very well. Well, if, if no one else professes to have an ability to be sneaky, then have at it. I'll have your back. And um, as whoever, if he if he starts walking away, um, however far we are away from it, uh, whether he chooses the back or the front, I will stay within one turn's movement of joining him. How far uh, away is he from I me? Will, I will try to be sneaky as I do so. I guess I'm going in the door first. All right. Uh, so you you open the door. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, the door is already open. Uh, you do see gore and blood drag marks um, that are recent uh, within the last uh, 24 hours, as you very well know, um, probably from just the night before. Given what I spent my time doing the day before, it doesn't really, not even, not even with the group, it doesn't really phase me. I was like, oh, blood. Hmm. I, I look down, I streak my finger through it, and kind of test the consistency of it. Ah, pretty fresh. Something's still around here. I unlimber my shield and, and, and pull my spear. Oh, when I see him do that, I come to join him when he arms him. All right. What uh, what are the rest of you doing? Revel or not revel? Jesus, uh, <laughs> not Jesus either. Velus <laughs> is looking around, um, sort of <laughs> looking up and down each alleyway or whatever. Not really paying a whole lot of attention to what's going on. He sees them, and he goes, "Eh, I wonder what these youngins are going to get into." And I start walking over that way. I pull out a small ornate book and um, I start to visibly uh, sort of pray or chant. You can you can tell just uh, sort of generally to to my. How do I bring I up that, the that, intro. How do I bring up that battle thing that you have up in the middle of the screen? Sorry to interrupt. Um, that right there. Uh, what was that, yes, uh, Wendell? I study the entrails. Um, give me an intellect roll. And then let me know what you roll. Uh, four plus I think I got a two intellect now, so... Alright, so you, you look at them and other than just, um... Knowing that they are recent, you're unable to really discern any other information about it. I, I, I see Eshem doing that. I go, oh, is there something to study? I mean, I see the blood is fresh. 
Um, I have uh, the skill of medicine. Can I? Is it actually entrails or is it just blood? It's a. Uh, it's a little bit of entrails. Oh, in that case, I, I examine them to see whether they're human or, or new or swapped out or old and corroded. Um, can I roll an intellect with uh, a boon since I have medicine? Um, since you what? I'm sorry. I have the Academy of Medicine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are the rest of you doing? Uh, Miter and uh, nine. Nine. Yeah, you're you're on. You you're getting there in your studies, but uh, unfortunately, not enough. Ellis is dancing in the background. Yeah, still looking around and checking out things or whatever. Starting to hum a little bit. All right. What about you, there, Miter? I'm still staying. I'm 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 basically just kind of in awe and praying and 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 just I'm I'm. I'm Obviously, uh, a word about the the people that uh, were were taken and okay. and done to whatever. So who is uh, who is up front right now? Who's taking the lead? Uh, apparently, I was. Hey, right, give me a uh, perception challenge roll. I rolled a natural 19 plus my two, uh, so that's 21. So you hear um, the sounds of it just the 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 airflow in the house kind of kind of catches you just right, and you hear the slight moan of a of a woman, and like a uh, sounds familiar. The, <laughs> The best way to describe it is it sounds like somebody's eating spaghetti down in the basement. Sounds oh, very familiar. we've got one. Th- she's alive, but given the sound that I've, I'm hearing, I don't think for much longer. It sounds like another one of those situations where a human's being eaten. We must where? hurry. Downstairs, the same place we went last time. I take off. All right, so everybody goes downstairs. Yep. Amazing. Stop yes. All right. Um, so you all, you come running uh, downstairs. You just remember the the stairs kind of they go down, hit a landing, and then there's a corner to get to the main area. Do y'all run right into the main area? Do you just peek around the corner? What exactly do y'all do? I'm gonna stop and take a look from the uh, from the land. All right. Um, uh I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just go. You're just going. Yeah. Um. Well, no. GM decision because he rolled a perception, so I didn't hear those sounds. Just his words. He just said, "We must hurry downstairs. Go." So that's what I took. Um. If I'm as I'm going down the stairs and landing, since we've already been here and I know around the corners where I have line of sight, if I haven't heard anything, I would take a gander. But if I heard the same sounds he did, I think I would just bull rush. Right, roll a perception so, check. Yeah, why does why don't why doesn't everybody now roll me a perception check and roll with a boon as well? So roll in a D6 and add to one. it. Oh, you rolled a one. Yeah, I mean <laughs> plus one make two, and then my boon was two, so that'd be four total if it's not an automatic fit. Yeah, that didn't didn't work. What about the rest of you? Uh, 
Dallas doesn't care enough to make the roll. He's just falling behind him. You're just there for the ride, baby. That's it. I hear sounds that I'm used to hearing. So. 16. 16, all right. Uh, what about you there, Miter? What was your uh, perception, uh, perception roll? You just said that in Austin Powers' accent, didn't you? 21. 21. All right. So, yeah, you all, uh, except for Stone <laughs> um, and Velas, uh, come running down the stairs. Uh, you hear, as as this, as you get further down, and eventually everybody hear it, hears it, you hear the, the cries and whimpering of a woman, um, and you, you swear it sounds like somebody is eating spaghetti down there. Again, can, can we see from the landing? Uh, you can't see from the landing. You've got to poke around your head around the corner. Stone just ran around it. Stone just ran around that mother effer. All right. I was right behind him. All right. just followed behind him. Amazing. I, I love it. I'll be I, behind Stone. I stopped at the landing and then he, he kept going. So Okay, so you didn't. Did you go around the corner as well or did you stay back? I did go around the corner, yes, but I got okay. yeah, behind him. Behind him. Okay, so we'll do that right there. Alright. So, uh, as you round the corner, um, I'll describe the scenario and then I'm going to have uh, my two lovely dwarves make some uh, will challenge rolls. Um, so, you come around the corner. They're uh, laying on the floor, kind of leaned up against a corner, is a, a woman. Except this woman has been skinned, and she is still alive. And she looks to you, and you hear her whimper, Help me! And you see this hooded creature with its claws munching on her skin that it has peeled off of her. Um, I need the two of you to give me some will challenge rolls. So when you say she's munching on the skin that she's peeled off of her, you mean she's been flayed. And he's sitting away from her, holding that flayed skin, eating it. He's, he's pork, pork rind. Correct. Kind of, kind of like a uh, a fruit by the foot, sort of. <laughs> I rolled a fifteen. All right, so you're good. My will is ten. I don't know if. Uh, will it? So there's no modifier. It's just a straight uh, fifteen. Uh, Miner, what about you? Fifteen plus one sixteen. Sixteen. All right, so. So while the image is shocking, it is not shocking enough to inflict any kind of um, craziness, unfortunately. Um, so let me get to the. So order. where is the lady laying at compared to him? Um, give me one second, and I will show you. Where the heck is? There we go. Uh, let me grab the lady. <laughs> That's pretty presumptuous <laughs> of you. There she he is. Can do, he can do it, Phyllis. He can do it. So, is she, is, so how many how many uh, yards away is she? Uh, from y'all, she's basically on no, the from, other from, side from, of, the, of the room. From the creature. Um, so the creature is about uh, two yards away. Uh, yeah, two yards away from you. 
and she's four yards behind the creature. Okay. Kind of up against uh, up against the wall. Um. So, so if, we. If we're not, what's that? If we're not. A, I was just gonna say if if we're not an initiative yet, and I'm still maintaining my run, and that will thing works in my favor, I would say I would try to immediately run around and get between the creature and the woman. Um, but I would put my back to the woman and obviously face the creature stuff out front. Um, so you could get up in its face, but it, uh, it, de we definitely would have entered combat before you could run around. Okay. Um, uh, so let's see here. It looks like Miter's taking a tinkle. Uh, everybody go ahead and roll me a d20 and let's get our, um, our, our order down. Um, so I rolled either a six or a nine. The dot is on the bottom. Uh, the bottom of the loop? Right. That would be a nine. Twelve. Wait one second, let me write this down. <laughs> Velus. Velus one. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Timothy, what about you? Out of the way. I rolled 12. 12, alright, so you and Wendell both roll me a d20 again. So me and Wendell roll a d20 again? Yep, yeah, Wendell and Timothy roll me a d20 again. 14. Alright. Wendell, what was yours? Second one. You with us, Wendell? I'm back. Uh, welcome back. Go ahead and roll me a D20 there, sir. Sorry about that. I didn't hear you. Seven. Uh, what was that? Uh, Miter, I'm sorry. Seven. Seven. All right. Yeah, Wendell, go ahead and throw me a D20. Uh, another one? Yep, another one. You tied with Timothy. Hmm. What are we facing? Organ filch. Um, you have an organ filch. And 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 the captive uh, the captive girl. Oh, six. A six, you said. Yes. Oh, so you weren't here for the description, were you, Miter? How disappointing. I was not. Um. So it, basically, it looks like this organ filch has flayed the skin off this woman. Um. She's still alive, as she mouths help you or help me to y'all. Um. And he's basically eating her skin like a fruit by the foot. Nice. Alright, give me one second while I write all this down. Alright, um the fuck are we Eyes doing? Of the organ filch. Here. Uh, eight of the organ filch. Um What was that? What's that? I just didn't hear what Miter said. 
I was wondering what the height of the organ organ built is. Um, it is. Where is its size? It's a size one. It's uh, it's probably stands at about six, maybe six and a half feet uh, tall. Okay. Ooh. And this has got some fun stuff. All right. So we are going to start out. Um. Timothy, are you going to go fast or slow? Um, quick question. You did say that I could not get past him, but I was able to get in his face and engage him. Yep, right? you're in his face. And I would ass- okay. I'm assuming that Miter also would have just been running shoulder to shoulder with you. Correct. Yep, so you're you're both in his face, and uh, Timothy was right behind him. Isham, where were you, where were you at with the group? Probably trailing behind. Okay, we'll kind of stagger you like that. Alright. Alright, uh, Timothy, or, yeah, Timothy. So I, 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 I point my, uh, my right hand, uh, my, which is, has my spear, um, in it, and so my spear is basically sideways, like horizontal on. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. What you're doing? I had a child. Those of you who see your perception che- had your perception checks see that me. I, I basically hold out my arm with my spear on it, not with towards the, with the point of the spear, but it's like a fist pointed in the direction. And you see a bone, like bracelet. It's bleached bone. It's the the like the flat part of a skull has been carved off in a circle. It's got a picture of a of a green hand, a greenish red hand on it with a black skull on it. And then the band is basically knuckle bones of, of a human that has been uh, wound together with sinew as like a bracelet. And I spit a guttural sound at him and a spectral hand flies out of my fist um, right at the face of the organ filch. Alright, so you are... Which uh, spell Asking are you casting? Spectral, spectral grasp. Alright, and I think you take some damage with that as well, don't you? No, I don't take any damage when I do that. It's a necromancy spell. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just have to roll against their uh, their agility. All right. It's my intelligence versus their agility. Uh, well, it's a rolled attack and intelligence, so I get my intelligence boon plus to try to beat their agility. And I rolled a 16. Against its agility, was that right? That's correct. Uh, so that's going to hit. Okay, so it takes uh, 1d3 damage, and then it'll have a bane for all of its attack rolls uh, for a full... Alright, so go ahead and roll me some damage. Uh, that'll be two points of damage. Alrighty. The uh, two dwarves in front of you, this this gray ghostly hand whizzes by you here. like You feel like a, a, a hint of cold go down the backs of your neck as it flies between the two of you and hits the hits the creature right in the face and knocks its head back for a, a moment, dislodging the fruit roll-up of... So we're gonna... I have, I have two questions. Yep, go ahead. Uh, question one, when that hits him and his head bounces back and dislodges the fruit roll-up of skin, as you said, do any other visual effects take hold of the organ filch whatsoever? And question number two is... 
when you cast that spell behind us and you raised your fist up, I wouldn't have seen that raised fist. Did you make any sounds or? Yes, you heard you heard me like a guttural sound coming from my uh, lips. It basically sounds like you know. Let's just say it's almost it's 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 it almost twists in the throat. It's kind of the sounds of like the the a breeze of the grave. You almost feel like you hear your ancestors calling to you. It's okay. definitely of death. But I I know that you cast that spell. Or it's my know. voice. I you I'm right behind you. You heard me cast a spell. And uh, beyond his head getting knocked back, does anything else visually happen to him? Well, he he takes a a bane. So let's just say you know, kind of like a green mist, like like kind of wraps around him, almost like the hand is kind of like ghostly, um, uh, grasping a hold of him. And okay. it's not like he struggles against it, but it's almost like you can see it inhab- inhibiting him somewhat. Sweet, great description. Thanks. All right, so we're going to jump to stone. Are you going to go fast or slow? Slow. You're going to go slow, okay. Uh, We'll jump to miter. Are you going to go fast or slow? Clarification, you said there's no way to get around him, or was that just for stone? Uh, That was just right off the bat. If you go slow, you can get around behind him, Um, but you couldn't just run in and get right behind him. Low. Alright, so you're gonna go slow as well. Uh, Isham, you are up. Are you gonna go fast or slow? Isham? Sorry about that. Uh, distraction. I'm gonna go slow. You're gonna go slow as well. Velus, are you gonna go fast or slow? If I go, um, fast, does that double my movement? Um, let's see here. Let's jump to our notes. Look you can at charge, which will our, double your movement. Our move actions. You can, um, where do we have here? Balance, climb, crawl, fly, jump, ride, sneak, swim, teleport. Let's look through some actions here. Find, help. Hide, prepare, stabilize. Charge? Uh, where is the charge at? When you use an action to charge, you make attack rolls and challenge rolls with one bane until the end of turn, but move up to your speed. At any point during your movement, make one attack with a melee weapon or with an attribute to knock down. Well, that, that's that's not the double speed. There's one thing that's like double speed. Yeah, I'm just trying to find it. I can't. Are you? Oh, here we go. Charge, attack, and attribute. So, what do you? What do you? Uh, what do you want to do there, uh, Velus? Well, he peeled the skin off of one of my former, and maybe even current um, associates is the word we shall use. Uh, so, I want to get between the organ filch and, and my big quarter ton of uh, bloody loving right now. Uh, and what's your movement speed? How many yards? Uh, where's that on, on a sheet? Um, should be towards the top. Ten yards. So you could, let's see here, let me lock the tokens real quick just so I can drag you. Never mind, I'm a DM. It doesn't, locking the tokens doesn't do anything. 
Um, so, I mean, you could, if you went slow, you could get around behind it and attack. Or you could, um... Hang on. Your wife doesn't want you DMing anymore. The kids apparently decided to stand outside the door and holler at the dog. Um... Yeah, I thought there was something where you could double move, but I don't see it. Yeah, well, if I can make it, if I can make it between that thing and her, then I'm going to choose to move between that thing and her and still attack if I can. Uh, so you can charge, which um, you'll make attack rolls with a bane, and so that'll allow you to move up to your speed. Um, and attack, you'll just be at a disadvantage, or you can wait to go slow and then do both without a disadvantage. Yeah, I'll go slow. Alright. So the the organ filch looks at, let's see who we're going to look at here. So one... It's called Rush. It's on page 49 of the player's guidebook. Under movement, uh, it's called Rush. You can move up to twice your speed. Thank you for that. I have to add that in here for easy yeah, reference. They... It was listed under actions is why it was so hard for both of us to find because I think I checked the same shit you did first. Alright, so one, two is stone, three, four is miter. I rolled a one. So it, uh, it looks at you there, stone, and mutters something that you're unable to understand. Uh, the only thing you do catch out of it or that it's saying is something about dwarf. And it's licking its lips whenever it's talking to you. Um, and it's going to slash at you with its scalpel. Um, and it's under some crap from Timothy. So let's see here what we get. Um, that is going to miss. So it slashes at you uh, straight at your throat. And you kind of easily dodge back as it misses. How unfortunate. Alright, so we're gonna jump to slow turns now, and Stone, you are up, sir. So I can move, um, here? Absolutely. Alright, so I'll do that as the movement, um, and then I will attack. It follows you around, licking its lips the whole time, making a smacking noise. Uh, 16. That's going to hit, absolutely. Three damage total. Three damage, awesome. Alrighty. And Stone, let me... So, if I remember right, you got some extra f trickeries with your stuff, I think. Let me pull up your sheet. <laughs> That's what I, she said. I think I did it correctly if you're referring to um, that top red one that you've added. Um, but, but, but. Okay, yep. It's uh, you. I was thinking of stuff completely different. You are fine. Yeah, I think that's an example. Yeah. If you're good. Um, alright, so Miter, it is your turn now. Are we flanking right now or no? Um, you would need to move up two squares. 
Now you are flanking. I'm gonna try to bash it over its head with my club. Alright. 13 plus 1, 14. 14! That is going to... Hit! Four damage. Four damage. The club smashes off his head, leaving one, one, leaving his whole head to one side. And it uh, makes a as it snaps back to the straight up position. You hear the vertebrae kind of realign themselves, and you notice that the vertebrae of its back it actually looks to be vertebrae vertebrae from different. Uh, Animals, humans, that kind of stuff. Uh, so we're gonna jump to Isham now. You are up, sir. Alright, um... Guess I can move up to there. Absolutely. Hit him with my staff. So it's a 1d6, well, what's the attack roll is the d20. Uh, correct, yep. What do we add to that? You, um, so you roll a d20 with your staff, uh, it's just a straight d20 roll. Five, I think I missed. Yep, you, uh, miss. Alright, um, Velus, you are up now, sir. Alright, so with the movement, um, I'm assuming that I can get to here? Um, absolutely you can. Alright, I'm gonna do that, and then, um, you know, glance over my shoulder, look at her, look back at him and say nobody touches my stuff and uh, roll awesome. double-handed as I'm uh, grabbing a hold of the staff to crack him over top of the head. <laughs> I'd send you a picture if you want to. I rolled a 20. Alright. So you hit. Seeing how I grabbed the staff with two hands, does it do any extra damage? It does not, unfortunately. Okay. Alright, well, it does four plus one, so that'd be five points of damage. Alright, very nice. And that wraps you up, so end of the round, next round of combat. Timothy, are you going to go fast or slow? So I have my spear out. How far uh, can I stick him from where I'm at, or do I need to move forward? You would need to move forward. I'm gonna go slow. Alright, Stone, you're gonna go faster or slow? Fast. Alright, let's do it. <laughs> I rolled a 21 total, natural 20. Very nice. Uh, four points of damage total. I would like to try and take the staff and intentionally hit him in the jaw. If he's still licking his lips, that means his mouth is open, and I would want to stick the staff literally in his mouth, kind of What's like up, a thrust. Kate, Libby. Motion. 
hopefully, I'm trying to break some teeth off. Teeth. 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 I'm gonna go with teeth. I'm gonna try to break some teeth off. I believe you spell that T-E-E-F. Um, and... I mean, I can't read or write, technically, so... Yeah, you're, you're, you're unsure how it actually is spelled. Um, yeah, you're, you're able to do that. You bust a couple of teeth out of his mouth. Um, as he is now bloodied. Alright, uh, Miter, you are up. I'm going to bash him again. Alright, sir. Plus one, ten. Ten's gonna miss. Alright, uh, Isham, you're up. Shout to God above me. Give me strength. Alright, so... As if from nowhere, a black claw comes out and attempts to bitch slap him. Oh, with a boon, right, Miter? You say claw? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's going to be a 16 versus its agility. Alright, uh, so that is going to hit. Um, as you do that, uh, you notice a a cut opens up on your skin. Yep. And I need one second, guys. Daddy aggro. <laughs> I'm familiar with that as well. I've never seen this die before. Yeah, me either. Oscar Mines die? Odds are not in my favor. I'm just more freaking out that it has my name next to your avatar and I didn't type anything. So that's so if you go high low odd or even like if he's asking that or you go plus or minus that's kind of a it's the dice for that type of stuff. Yeah. It's the equivalent of a D two. Whoa. <laughs> One of them fabled and mythical level 17 spells. Yeah, yeah. Alright, well, he's AFK, I'll be AFK also. I'll be back in just a couple minutes. Sorry about that. He just got back. Um, Alright, so I heard that uh, that Velus went to AFK. Yeah. So, 
I don't know how to roll a d3. Uh, take it. Roll a d6 and divide by two. Okay. So one and a two is a one. A three and a four is a, is a two. I have so horrible rolls this game. I just want to point this out. What'd you roll? A one. A one. All right. Plus the other thing, which is which is five. Yep. So you total. do a total of five. Um, yep. All right. And don't forget to uh, account for the wound that opened up on you. Yep, I got it. Uh, if you right. can see the combat tracker, you'll see it. Yep, there you go. All right. Um, so that's you. Velus went AFK. He is an old man. He probably had to go take a pee because they have small bladders. <laughs> The dog grab. We've got the little uh, quarter-inch spacers around the baseboards while I'm doing the flooring, and the the damn dog likes to uh, eat them. Is it a lab? Uh, it is an American bulldog. Gorgeous dog. Did you put down more flooring, Chris? Yeah, I did another four-foot section. Um, and no matter how much you get on to him, he he'll get in trouble. And then immediately go run over and grab another one and just start run. He's doing it just because he wants to be played with, and the kids are playing with him now. But it's just, just funny. Eat the pup. Yep. So is Vel's going fast again? I would imagine he is. As soon as he gets back. Um. Ooh. Yeah, we'll see see how Velus does on his roll. Speaking about fast and more importantly slow, you all heard that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is delayed all the way until November, right? And I read their developer message, and I was tickled to death and filled with happiness and pride that there are still developers out there that give a shit about their product and are doing it right, even yeah. if it means they have to speak. I was just sad that they're not going to be eligible for the game of the year this year. But then again, who wants to be game of the year in 2020? <laughs> yeah, unless the name of your game is Plague or something. Pandemic should come back with like a new version, like Pandemic 2, and just like take it. What's funny, um, Kickstarter, somebody tried to launch a coronavirus board game. And got ran the f off of that website in a hurry. <laughs> this, I mean, this was like when it was going full swing. To, I mean, not saying that it's not full swing now, but you know what I mean. When stuff was, when it was initially bad. Yeah, yeah. initially bad. The end of the world's coming. Yeah, they put this out there and they got ran off pretty quick. I'm back. Welcome back, sir. It is your turn. Oh, well, obviously, I'm still mad, so, let's see, I rolled a 15. 15, that's going to hit, sir. And I rolled a 5, plus 1, so it's 6. 6 points of damage. Alright, so this thing barely, barely hanging on is going to turn its attention towards you. There, Velus. 
and it's going to try to swipe at your frail body with its scalpel. And oh, it's gonna uh, roll a twenty-one, which I am. Hold on, second. Okay. I would like to point out that uh, you each got your fortune back if you spent it, since we are on a new adventure. So if we did not spend it, we don't gain an additional one. That's correct. Okay, go ahead. You gonna take it? I was looking. I don't fully understand. So, in order for something, if it's triggered when you take damage, I would have to take the damage for its trigger, or can it trigger when I would take damage? Uh, you have to. Um, which one are you look? What are you looking at? Aid. Um. You would actually have to take damage. All right, well, screw it. I. Uh, I'm not going to take it. I'm whatever using my thing or whatever. Alright, you're going to spend your fortune to go ahead and avoid it? Yep. That is I such assume. a shame the Demon Lord was going to bless you with 11 points of damage. I was going <laughs> to ask, I assume we have to call if we're going to use fortune before we know the damage. Um. Yeah, we're going to say, we're going to say, yeah, you need to call it before you take the damage. Since I'm, All right. I'm basically like Oprah over here, giving him away so much. I, I accept that, but <laughs> if one day you say, like, he hits you and does 17 points of damage, and, like, you don't give me time, then... I totally get that. Uh, let's see here. Timothy, it is your turn. You were going slow. I'm gonna step up behind him and stab him, try to run him through with my spear. All right, let's give it a shot as you approach from the rear. So I get a uh, boon for attacking him from behind uh, when he's... Absolutely. That's a good thing I used had that boom. Uh, well, actually, no, that's that's fine because I also get the plus one for my strength, right? You you add in your strength bonus. Yep, correct. So actually, that's uh, actually it's nineteen. Nineteen's gonna hit. Okay, it does one d six worth of damage, and I rolled a five. Very nice. So I do like it, the I, like blow to me. You don't add your strength. I mean, it doesn't matter. It sounds like, but you don't add your strength modifier to your damage too, or it's just it's just the one d six. It's just the your head. It's just the just the weapon damage. You don't add any modifiers to it. So as uh, he claws Velus, and uh, I basically take the the uh, spear from down low and basically run it right up the back of his, uh, like right through through his spine and right out of his mouth where the teeth have been knocked out before. Basically, it sticks out and the spear goes right above Velus's head. I look around it and look at you and go, careful where you're pointing that thing, Sonny. 
I I kind of two-handedly lift up the organ filch and kind of shake it, marrying it, and be like, okay. And then I kind of like slide it off my spear. And so it uh, it falls uh, kind of just dead to the floor, as you hear some coughing and gurgling <coughs> behind you as the the lady's spitting up blood. So I I turn to her and I and I kind of like grasp my hand, and uh, and like like issue my hand towards her, um, as I cast destroy death. Destroy death. She takes three points of healing. All right. Um, I also want to approach the body and start to to pray. All right. So she heals. Um, and she, she, you see her kind of, a little bit of life comes back into her eyes, but, and she looks to, to Velis and, my dear, I, I'm so glad to see you. Yeah, honey, it's been a while, but, uh, <laughs> boy, you're a, a sore sight for eyes, you know, but, um. And I start to pat her down. I go, but uh, is everything still working? Ow, you know? Ow. Yes. He's missing other, skin. Other than the fact that I look like a skinless chicken breast over here, yes. Well, you know, you know you're the one who told me that looks go out with the lights, so hey, hey. Maybe be a new texture. But anyway, so let's get you back. So uh, I guess we're going to be taking you back to uh, the glory hole, so... Let's How's go. our general health? Um, skinless and bleeding out. Skinless I mean, and bleeding I mean, out. I mean, she's she's fucked. Yeah, well, I want to. How how long is a rest in this game? Okay, a rest is eight hours, and that allows you to heal your healing rate. Well, I mean, it, but it also allows you to get your all your your spells back and stuff. That's why I'm asking. Correct. Um, I, I guess what I'm asking, Chris, is uh, is it um. I mean, does she look like she's gonna make it? I mean, is there? Would it look like any more healing? Would no. I mean, you could you could heal her and just extend her agony by a couple more hours, uh, but that's totally up to you. Uh, you mean extend her? You mean decrease her agony or extend her? Is she like? Is she like? Yeah, she's she's gone. Stone looks at Valus and you know, kind of says, "I recognize you have feelings, but friend, she's she's not going to make it." Well, wait a second. Is, is, put her out of is she just is she just skinned or is she like gutted too? Um, I mean, she's completely skinned, so her her insides are on the outside. <laughs> like I said, it may be a new texture. Give me a second here. <laughs> I think I can do something about this. I'll look to the female while uh, Timothy's, you know, collecting his concentration after he says he can do something about this and say, is there anyone that you want me to tell? So I, I say, you know, wait, 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 I have this cure spell. It'll, it will remove the penalty here, the heal, the damage, the skin, at least grow back the skin. I mean, she'll still need to heal over time, but it'll at least grow back her skin. What's the spell's name? Cure. What's it under? It removes basically any. It's it, it removes an impairment, an infliction, you know, a penalty, 
you know, uh, you know, it can be used for so, but it actually, I mean, it's strong enough to actually cure insanity. So it's a, it's a, it's a level one, level power one spell. I guess um, skinless could be considered an affliction. Life is, yeah, it's life. It's life magic cure. It's a level. It's a life utility spell. Yep. Here we go. Um, remove one of the following afflictions: diseased, fatigue, impaired, or poisoned. Remove one insanity. Remove any penalty to the target's health. Uh, target heals damage. Um. Let the dice decide, dude. Well, I mean, it, it's basically the equivalent. If if what's his name could regrow limbs. Um. Father Gregory could be regrown limbs. This would basically basically be the least ability to basically give her baby skin back. Hmm. I'm gonna say that this will not let you grow the skin back. So it looks like uh, there is nothing that y'all are currently able to do for her. In that case, we look through their pockets for loose change. <laughs> I will pray over the body. And I ask her if she wants me, if there's anyone she wants me to tell. Like, Stone kind of just, you know, he's he said, hey man, she's not going to make it. So now he's just talking to her. Well, I mean, uh, did you see any more of the Brotherhood of Shadow? Did you see anybody else was here? Were any more of the ruffians here? We, we, would, um, uh, we would avenge you. Yes, absolutely. She she basically just ignores everybody and looks to Velus and says, "My dear, please take me back to to the glory hole. I I wish to to die in your arms while I lay. Do not let me pass here." <laughs> well, uh, we had a good run there. Yeah, but, um, so if I get you back, or does it give me any favors for, so who's going to be running the establishment once you're gone? I mean, there's things that, I mean, you're, I, look, we had a good run, you had a good run, but I've got things that I've still got to do. I mean, I'm not getting any younger, I'm 76 years old, honey, I've, you know, there's been a couple of you come and go, you know, out of hell with it, all right, I'll take you back, so, but, is there anything, you know, like a free token? Uh, is there any like, parts of you I could keep or something, you know? Wow. <laughs> Are you trying to turn her into a, uh, a pocket friend? <laughs> you never can tell, my friend. It sounds like uh, uh, Velus is trying to establish the fleshlight in the world of Demon Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, All it needs is some glow. She she says, um, well, I, I hate for you to find out this way, but I was planning on leaving my establishment to you. Huh? She's going to leave the place to you, Ellis. Uh, yeah, let's uh, take her back. Source of income. I mean, uh, we, ask, we don't want her to die here. I, I, I'm, I'm padding through the organ filches pockets the the long cloak and everything like that um can i do a perception or something to find stuff with um it has a heart a kidney and that is it stone is stone is kind of just like flabbergasted by the dialogue that just happened so i'm gonna go upstairs and 
use my tracker to see if, you know, look around, see if there's anyone that besides the Oregon Filch has been here. Did I'll Wizard an upstairs to this place? We never went upstairs. Yeah, there's a second story, absolutely. Yeah, we never went upstairs. We yeah. went to the middle, seen the chick cut herself, came downstairs, and then we came back and went downstairs. Stone does that. He goes checks it out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, I guess you know, Velus is talking to the body. Well, you said he had a he had a heart, and what else did he have? Um, a kidney. Stone I'll heads up heart. to the <laughs> second floor. Give me an agility challenge roll. I'm right behind him. You give me one, two. Fifteen. Roll fourteen. All right. What about you there, uh, Miter? Eleven. Fuck you both. Um, <laughs> so you uh, both go tromping up the stairs um, like a, a kid on Christmas Day coming down to find presents. And you fall right through the floorboards. And just like a cat, you both land on your feet on the floor below you. I immediately head back upstairs and this time I'll jump over the cap. There is uh, absolutely nothing upstairs for you to find other than some damage which you weaseled your way out of. Okay. <clears throat> and my, uh, my tracker didn't notice any footprints or anything like that leading into a hidden room or... That is a negative. It's just some old rooms with garbage in it. I go back to the room where the woman uh, basically slit her throat, and we, we kind of figured out that she needed to be put to rest somehow. Um, I guess we have the... I have I have the... There was a skull that I got sold, but we didn't actually find any remains. We didn't find anything that could be put to rest in this building? Uh, that is a negative. Wicca, sorry about that. I just saw it. No worries. Uh, but I did answer you. Um, you know what? Y'all do find something upstairs. Uh, you don't find any body parts or anything to lay the person to rest. Um, big chick back to the... Uh, yeah, she definitely... You could be working on that while you're go while they're going upstairs, Velas. Um, uh, Miter and Stone. Who else went upstairs? Well, I guess, you know, I'm with, with them. Do I need to roll an agility check also after I see them fall through the floor? No, yes, you're able to... You're able to kind of skirt it around. Um, so upstairs, you find... Um, whoever lost clothing, you find their clothing upstairs. I grabbed my clothing, so I have an extra set. Right. Um, you notice that it's reeks of uh, of piss and shit. But you're more than welcome to it. There's also the woman's clothes downstairs, right? Um. Yes. Yeah, there is ladies' clothes downstairs as well. So when did you go and drag? I'll still take my clothes. I'll just wrap them up so the shit and stuff doesn't get all over my bag. Right. So did did, did the, who who was it that I gave the cloak to? Was that Stone? No, uh, you gave that to me, and I'll return. I, I return. I, obviously, I returned that to you when I got clothes oh, at the uh, at the store. 
Um, are you still wearing the cultist robes inside out? I'm still wearing the cult robes, yes. Okay. Are you wearing them inside out or right side out? Right side out. Alright, so... Um, you come back downstairs. Uh, somebody looks at their at their timepiece. It looks to be about uh, four or five o'clock. What would y'all like to do? I think we all deserve a good mead. Well, we have to uh, we have to meet and 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 stalk the area in in uh, this evening. But I guess it's you know. This didn't take very long. It's probably not even lunch yet. No, it's after. Ooh. It's like three, four o'clock. Really? Yeah, I thought I thought we we started this like in the morning. All right, you said it was lunchtime when we left the old yeah, tower. Well, but, it but if it took us what? What did you, what did you say? Ten minutes to get here? Yeah, probably ten, fifteen minutes. Uh, then I mean, y'all searched the house, top to bottom, had a fight, so that all that kind of good stuff. Okay. Took me a couple hours to drag her big ass back to where it was supposed to be. I mean, you know, her, her lovely body back to where it was supposed to be. Oh, I'll, I'll follow along after. I'll follow along with Bellows back to the glory hole just to make sure he doesn't completely <coughs> split the party. Y- yeah, me too. And so, uh, Bellas, you are able to get her back to the glory hole. Um, you take her upstairs and and I come back in like 30 minutes now we all went with you and are there any other like we go inside with them are there any other courtesans Velas and her are doing the, are there any other ladies of the house there yeah there's a, a couple of uh, ladies kind of sitting out uh, crying obviously distraught seeing their um, I guess what you would call their the establishment's bottom bitch uh, getting drug and skinned. I'll walk up to the one who looks the most composed and say, "I, I see you already aware she's not gonna make it." Listen, the what were they? The the rough boys. Uh, the rude yes. boys. Rude, rude boys. boys. I uh, I asked, "Do you know anything about the rude boys? We seek to avenge your employer." So she she sniffles. Here, let me get um. We don't need any more screaming anymore. Um. So she says. Uh, uh, they they do come here on occasion, but they they come they they have their poke and they pay and they go. Where do they go? Where are they? And she points towards the door. They I mean they they leave out the door. I uh, they they don't really talk very much. Honey, every, everyone who seeks your service they always try to get you to come with them hoping to get a little on the free side they would tell you where to meet them if you changed your mind after you rejected them where did they tell you to meet them? i won't i won't tell them you told me i promise well, i'm i'm afraid that that they don't um 
they they may do that with uh, other ladies, but but none of none of this establishment. When the rude boys come, is there one of you that they seem to prefer? Maybe someone who comes more than others and always chooses the same. As as long as we're breathing, uh, that's usually all they care about. All right. Do they always, always have to be? She just she just kind of uh, ignores uh, Velis. I mean, there's a niche for that. Did I'll meet the rest of you at uh, Father Gregory's when you're done here, and Stonehead's back. Did uh, did did the mother suffer? She looks to you. Feeling Alice. certain. Uh, Failure certain it uh, hurt quite a bit. Has she passed now? Okay. I think you all work for, for uh, someone else now. They look to, to Velas and I we heard that that the mother was going to to leave the establishment to you, is that true? Yeah, that's what the old gal told me before she passed on, so um we're going to have to uh, keep things going, you know, there's time to mourn and all, but, uh, you know, there's things that need to be done, like, uh, you know, so, and then I just look at one of them, that's it. What, how would you like to be addressed? <laughs> it's, yeah, we'll go with, yeah, we'll go with sir. Yes, sir. We're lucky that he he probably didn't have to turn around and say, Hey, uh, girls, I'm going to leave the room for a second. Talking to his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> girls, out. Yeah. Quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's why I went with sir. <laughs> uh, if Stone is still there, he turns around and say, Call him reload. And then he, then he leaves. It's an inside joke. So they, um, they kind of go, they all leave, go to their rooms to kind of compose themselves and get ready for, uh, for the night shift that's coming up. What, uh, what do the rest of you do? What, do you all head back to, uh, to the Shrine of the Ascended to meet with Father Gregory or? What time were we supposed to, uh, what time is it now and what time were we going to, uh, it's about three right now. And what time are we gonna try to watch, take watch behind the? Place? Um, I think it's it's actually probably about uh, four thirty five o'clock at the moment, and y'all are meeting Father Gregory at six, and he's making the money is drop there, at seven. Is there lodging at this place? Um, there is rooms that's usually not used for much lodging, um, but I'm sure that uh, you could stay in one of them. I'm gonna ask Velas if uh, if there's a possibility that we might be able to get a you know to get a room at least for the group or for each one of us um, while while we're adventuring. Well, we'll have to look and see what type of arrangements there are. I mean, there 
there is still a business to run here. We can't affect that. I mean, we don't want to lose customers. You know, there's things. I mean, like there's the owner has needs of his own, you know. So I'll I'll look and see what I can do. Understood, my friend. I meant no disrespect, and I'd be more than happy to compensate you for your time. But I'd rather stay somewhere trusted than untrusted. So any any, uh, forgiveness you could give to me, I would appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'll I'll see what I can do. I'll talk to uh, maybe... Maybe one eye Betty or or uh, one of the others that doesn't see a lot of stuff. Maybe she can give up her room. We'll just let her use like a, I don't know, a table in the back or something. So anyway, yeah, we'll we'll see what can be done. Gladly, thank you. All right. So um, you all head back to the shrine of the ascended. Father Gregory is there waiting. And there you also see um, uh, Master Dreen. Master who? Dreen, D-R-E-E-N. Got it. You do not see um, Phineas, obviously, since y'all wouldn't let him come with you. So if since I get there first, I assume when I walk in and, you know, we we do the I acknowledge head nod thing. If any one of them say anything first, um, and I'll you know I'll give them a couple seconds to do. Uh, I'll ask, where's Phineas? They they nod as you come in, and and Dreen says, well, I mean he's he's back at at, at my house, pacing the floors, waiting for news. He. He obviously was a little disappointed that he couldn't come. He was looking to prove himself in my eyes. Um, but he understands. Well, um, he, you know, it's still open. You know, we would just need to, you know, be able to defend him. We wouldn't want your son to die now, would you? Son-in-law, excuse me. Well, while I, I don't want him to die, I... I uh, we'll just keep him out of harm's way. I think that would probably be, be best. That way, he's he doesn't get in your way. You can get in there. You can do your business. Um, remember, I don't want these guys to come back alive. We'll just cut their fucking throats. Um, but yeah. You said it's about what five o'clock right now? Yeah, probably so. All right, so. My understanding, the way you want us to do this thing for you is you're going to go to the arranged position behind the, whatever that place was where the crate and the X was, drop off the hundred shillings and then leave and go back to your home while we tail them and get your daughter back and kill everybody. Do I understand you correctly? Why, that, that one person just can't stop coughing interrupting the organ music freaking what a butthole um yes that's correct i'll i'll make the drop uh as instructed um let them pick the drop up and then obviously follow them them back if you wish sure I, I leave that once i make the drop and i leave everything else entirely up to you when was the drop to be made uh seven o'clock sir two hours is that dark or light uh, it will be dark. Because, as you know, nothing exciting in adventures ever happens during the daytime. So, yeah, I... That's what I was afraid of. 
I look to, you know, the rest of my adventuring troop and I say, so I have two concerns. Number one, um, I don't know how big this alleyway is, where the drop is, or how many points of egress there are. If, you know, we're able to scout entries and exits sufficiently without getting in the way or being observed. And assuming we can handle that, concern number two is that these guardians or what have you have no desire to really return their plaything um, or allow him to live. So they may attack him on site once the drop is complete or on the way back. Well, I, I, all we need is the location, right? So, and I look over at, at Master Dream. Uh, we've been encouraged to make sure that none of them survive. So, you know, it would be much easier if we had the 10 silver in control and just ask some difficult questions about the location for the drop-off. So why don't we just grab whoever go, goes for the money and then we just, for lack of a better term, beat it out of them. Where it falls under concern number one. Um, we don't know how big this alleyway is. They may already have a lookout on it that we either can't get to because it's in a building on a you know, slit of a window. They're on a roof in a chimney, whatever. You know, sure. right? I suggest also that possibly some counter um, counter surveillance may, may be required here. Maybe we might want to watch the alley for half a day before this all comes about and see if we can't pick up on some action or some movement. That's just it. We've only got two hours, and they may already be in position. But even if the alley was small, it's you know controlled enough that we could cover all points of access and exit from the alleyway. We still run the risk of them already having eyes on it of someone we can't get to. Maybe there's someone in this crate he's supposed to drop the money into, and it goes into a hole into the sewer. Um, and we run the risk of if we want to check that out, verify it. We can't because they may already be watching it and then call it off and run away. I think it'd probably be normal for a guard to be with them with dropping off this much money. So let's just walk in and check and check the site out before they quote unquote drop in the money. We'll pretend to be the guards of of, of Master Dream before we uh, drop off the money and quote unquote leave. The Master Dream kind of speaks up. Well, I I actually did did go to this place. Um, the alleyway is behind the fallen soldier. It's it's probably about um, I don't know eight eight yards apart or so it's your normal sized alleyway um it it only has you know it's between some buildings so there's you come in from one side you go out the other um i did see that there is a window that that is in the fallen soldier that you could you could watch out of and see who comes and goes from the alleyway Yes, that that's right, uh, there, uh, sir. Um, it is over there by the the alleyway. There is a back door alleyway uh, at the glory hall. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm sorry, no, no pun intended. Um, yes, the building is two stories uh, there, dwarf. GM question: the the actual physical drop is behind the the falling soldier, but. The falling soldiers adjacent to or across right the other way is from the glory hole. Yep, it's next door from the glory hole. And the falling soldier and the glory hole are they both two story buildings? Uh, yes, yes, they are. And you um, give me a give me an intelligence check there, um, uh, Stone, and uh, you Valus as well. Eighteen. 
18. Amazing. Uh, Velas, what about you? Nine. Nine. Um, so, Stone actually gives you a little bit of history about your establishment. Um, the glory hole was named as such because somebody had... Uh, the One of the hostesses had a room downstairs and somebody had cut a hole in the wall from the fallen soldier into her room and made a glory hole. And that's how the establishment got its name. But moving on. Um, yeah, it's a two-story building. They are next to each other. so And you can watch the alleyway from the window. Did you not hear what I said? Nope, what'd you say? Ah, oh, Jesus, I must have forgot. I think I forgot to push the talk. So, so you were doing the description or whatever, and I went, yeah, I happen to know who made that hole. <laughs> <laughs> it was back about 45 years ago. None of, none of us, like, none of us think that he's lying. Like, yep, yep, that's you. Alright, so Falling Soldier, second floor window runs the risk of also maybe having some people in there. You know, it'd be a pretty good staging ground, I think, if you're in the right group. You also maybe not want to send just one person to pick up 100 shillings and bring that back to your hideout. You might want to have some muscle there to protect it, because like you said, there are multiple criminal organizations in the city. Um, so maybe we want to send two people there. One to look out the window, the other one to cover his back. And the rest of us pretend that we're uh, his bodyguards. And then... Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. And then once uh, the drop is made and Gregory leaves, two of the bodyguards escorts him back. And the other one, you know, makes a showing of saying, All right, see you all tomorrow. Hope this works out. And then goes to the other end of the alleyway and tries to pick up a scout spot. How's that sound? Sounds like a plan. Sounds good to me. So y'all, y'all got a plan? Two of the people. Uh, we just need to assign roles. I'll take lead. I'll be the lead bodyguard. I'll be one of the bodyguards that makes the showing of then leaving once the drop is made and going to the alley that we didn't come from or are leaving. I'll stay I'll stay with uh whatever his name is. Um the, Gregory. the guy that's bringing the money. Uh Dream? Master Dream? Oh Dream. Dr- yeah, Dream. Dream. Sorry, Dream, yeah. And I'll head to the tavern and try to get uh, just get ac- access to the room. Okay. So it's uh, 30 minutes till. Everybody heads out. Um, The night falls. Um, It begins raining. So we had an hour and a half? Um, Sure, absolutely. Okay. Well, then I did interview a couple people. All right. 
Give me 30 seconds. Yep, you're good. That's what you said. Mm -hmm. Once everybody gets back, y'all can uh, see what happens. Very active back alleyway. Yep, that is. Sorry about that. I'm back. Active. Welcome back. Here we go. Um, so it looks like we're waiting on Miter, I believe, and then we'll get rolling. Timothy, was it you that said you were going to the Fallen Soldier? Wind or was that Wendell? Uh, not me. So. So it must have been Timothy. Well, Wendell, that means either you or Valus needs to go with him to cover his back, just to make sure he doesn't get jumped looking out, looking out the window. And the other one needs to be the Guard number two, I guess, behind Miter. Sorry about that. My mic got unplugged. And I was trying to talk and not realizing it got unplugged. Yes, I, I went into the room looking out the window. There's so much of your shanks in the back. I know you said you're a battle mage and everything, but, you know, there might be six people in there. Andy Griffin. So we go in to talk to the uh, bartender and said, We're using your room upstairs. Remember how I overpaid for the beer? And they, uh, he he knows that uh, you're a friend of uh, of Velis, and he just kind of waves you upstairs. Yep. Matter of fact, Velis will go with him. Oh, um. Okay. So that I have no idea. Actually, it might have subconsciously okay. been Andy Griffith. So the two guards and the three people looking out the window. No, 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 no. I'm guard number three. I'm actually now that I think about it, guard, it, probably was new, newbie bodyguard, and I'm gonna make a show of. Stand by, like I'm not good enough to c continue guarding them after the drop and pretend oh, like so, we're leaving. The other so it's just so I can cover the other side. Okay, so it's just Velus and I up in the room, Correct. two of you on their bodyguard, and you're covering the back part of the alley. Right. I'm gonna walk in with them. Drops made, and then I'm gonna loudly say, "See y'all later," in case there's anyone watching, hoping we can draw them out or something. As I go off by myself. Welcome back. If no one follows me, I'll, no one follows me, I'll you know, scout the other. And I think before we all leave, we say, and obviously, if we can, the idea is to let someone pick up the money and then follow them back to wherever they're going, right? Or are we going to try to just take them there and interrogate them and hope we can get the Sounds good. I, I don't think that we're of any caliber to be taking people and interrogating them at, the, at this point. I think that we've moved much better. To... Okay, I agree. No, I've got a human heart in my pocket, and what's his name? Eshame uh, over here has got uh, cultist robes on here. We've got some ceremonial knives and know some occult and magic and medicine. I'm sure we could make them talk. <laughs> I know my way. Around. 
bought. That's actually a good point. Um, didn't one of didn't Dreen or Phineas or Gregory tell us that um, or someone recently heard that the cultists, the robes that Wendell's wearing, hire the Rude Boys to do shit? True. So, Wendell, you definitely need to turn those robes in, inside out or put on other clothes. Team is the one who's wearing them. I've, 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 I will offer the, I'll offer the other set of clothes, which I, which I hope I've had time to at least clean or wash in the, in the, in the. In... Um. um. Yeah, Miter. Well, you had a little bit. Of, you cleaned them up a little bit at the the glory hole. Um, they don't smell so much as like piss and shit now. Now they just kind of have a little bit of a saltiness smell to them. I'll offer them up. I, I guess I can turn my robes inside out if you guys feel that's necessary. I think. To or be the he guard, could pretend to be one of the cultists and 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 ask where the where the base is. You could always have him try to play a scheme on him too. Yeah, I think that could backfire quick because if if they're the ones hiring the rude boys and orchestrated this whole kidnapping, then that guy, you know, he may not be a hey, Google turn the office light red. Yeah, I think these guys are coming for money anyway. They're not going to worry about any cultists and robes. At least I wouldn't think so. I just I think they would be immediately suspicious if one of their so-called employers was asking like, "Hey, where's your hideout?" We also assume that they're actually working under the orders of the Brotherhood of Return uh, of Shadows. All right. It sounds like you got a plan. Um, seven o'clock rolls around. Master Dreen uh, goes into the alleyway. Up to the crate that has the X marked on it. Tips do it over. Uh, he does not see anyone. You do not see anyone. He uh, takes the coin purse, places it on the ground, puts the crate back over it, and proceeds to head out of the alleyway. What? Uh, who? Who is bodyguarding with him? That'd be me. All right. Um, do you accompany him back out of the alleyway? Absolutely. All right. Um. Stone and uh, Wendell were with them. Uh, I'll say, all right, see y'all tomorrow, and I'll go the other way toward the other end. Sounds good. Um, Isham, do you go? Uh, do you go with them? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Somebody hopefully has eyes on the uh, crate, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. Timothy yeah, and Velas do. Um, uh, Timothy, go ahead and roll me a perception. And roll it with one boon, since you do have a overhead view of, of the, uh, you have the high ground. Well, I, I literally just rolled a nat 20, and so my and my boon is only two, but then I've got a perception of my intellect is 12, so that's, so it's a 24. So you, your, your adrenaline is pumping, seeing all this, uh, you know, knowing what's going on, you're on a you're on a stakeout. Um, For a brief moment, I see beyond the veil, and I see that there's somebody sitting in front of a computer screen playing my character, and then I blink, and it's gone. No. You uh, <laughs> you you see some people come in from the alleyways, and you start to get all excited. All right, we're gonna finally get to 
to, to kick some freaking ass and, and save this girl. I'm going to be a hero. And then you see some other people, you see the same people mess with the crate a little bit and yet they leave. And then some other people go the other way. And then you, your excitement, you pull yourself together and realize that it's just your party down there doing this stuff. And you're getting too freaking excited. Um, <laughs> and then you just sit there. You all just sit there at the alleyway. Eight o'clock rolls around. Nobody's shown. Nine o'clock rolls around. Nobody is showing. Master Dream goes. He's long gone. He's back at the Shrine of the Ascended with Father Gregory. Do you all? Do you keep your post? What exactly do you do? What do we see? At does somebody somebody the check the magic to see if uh, the magic has disappeared, the money or anything like that? Not, Not if it's only been an hour. Do we see anything either end of the other way? It's been two hours. It's now nine o'clock. Nobody has come or gone from the alleyway. I'd say we waited out a little. Wait another um, 30 minutes. 30 minutes go by. You hear rustling in the alleyway. You, uh, everybody sees stuff moving around. You look, and it's just fucking cats rummaging around. I'm like, o'clock we rolls gotta check around. out the money. Make sure the money's still there. I tell Velas. Ten o'clock rolls around. You know Nobody has shown. I, I'm gonna go down and check the money. All right. So, do you do you approach from uh, Stones into the alleyway with uh, Isham, or Miter's end of the alleyway? Uh, I'll circle out the back of the tavern, and uh, so I think that's from Stones alleyway side. All right. Is Dreen is Dreen still with us? Uh, no, he's he's back at the Shrine of the Ascended. Um, so Stone Timothy goes to walk past you towards the alleyway. Do you do anything? I, I, I see no one else on the street, no one around, and I've had three hours, four hours down to look around and check every fucking dark corner I see and stuff. Yep, that's correct. Nobody has come or gone from the alleyway this entire time. I'll just mumble, like, or whisper to him to where I know he hears me, but I'm not trying to let my voice carry. I say, I agree with what you're doing, but maybe pretend you're drunk and, you know, piss first, and then... Hey, the gold, the silver's ours either way. And we walk past him. Alright, so you make your way to the crate. Um, do you... What, what do you do when you hit the crate? I kick it over and, and to see if the, if, the, if the silver there is there and to grab the silver. Uh, it is still sitting there um, in a pouch under the crate. I pick it up. I, I loosen the, the, the string and I... Uh, sit down and uh, just uh, just start tossing the coin pouch up in the air and then down in my hand and up in the air and then down in my hand. Just sit on top of the crate, just tossing tossing the tossing the coins there. Just roll daring me, uh, somebody. Roll me a perception jump. check. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Um. So yeah, you you see that it is the bag of coins. They are still there. Uh, nobody has tampered with it. Nobody's tried to magic it. 
It's going to sit there on the crate. I mean, uh, you know, I'm just looking around. Hyper aware um, once he walks by on my end of the alleyway, looking around for anything, any movement. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there whistling and uh, just tossing the coins up in the air and letting them drop into my hand. Just, I'm just, yeah. So, uh, 11 o'clock rolls around. Um, 11.30 rolls around. Do you still just sit there tossing the pouch? Um, I, I, I you know, I, I looked down back towards where stone and I was like, do you ever think that they're trying to distract us from protecting Master Dream? I have thought the same. He said, I'll split the coins if, if we're wrong. Only one way to find out. Let's stay another 30 minutes. Right. We're either too late already or, or we'll be there just in time to loot the house. 11.30. 12 o'clock rolls around because I think it was already 11.30. Um, and... Miter, you hear... Give me a perception roll. Let's see what you hear. Isn't Wendell right with him too? I'm the only one in the middle of the alley. I whispered back towards stuff. plus ones. Oh, sorry. I thought Wendell was with Miters, what I was saying. I thought uh, Ish- I thought Isham was with you. Or... I had got I had followed the guys at least out of the alley. Um I just wasn't sure, I guess where I'd gone after that. Okay. Yeah, the the plan was I was gonna be on one side of the alley, Miter and Wendell were following Dreen after the drop back, Dreen went on his own, and then Miter and Wendell, you know, took advantage points on the other side of the alley. Okay, all right. Isham, roll me a perception roll as well. All right. I'm I'm a 16 plus one. Okay. 15. All right. Uh, So you all hear a metallic sound approaching from the rear behind you as a, a a hooded humanoid figure walks past you. You do notice that it... It's not moving fluidly like a human does. It's got kind of a a jerky um, movement to it, and it is uh, it it's it stops. Uh, it, it goes past y'all. It gets halfway between y'all and Timothy, and it stops. And it it kind of it looks around for a moment, and it's kind of looking at you, Timothy. Give me a give me a perception roll, Timothy. Um, with a bane, since it is dark and the figure is hooded. How far between us and them? Um, we'll say oh, probably twenty feet away from y'all and twenty feet away from twenty feet uh, away from Timothy. How about me? Um, you will do it with um, three banes since you're on the far side of the alleyway. Doesn't matter. I rolled 16. one, so. All right. Six. The bane. It was seventeen plus plus my two, so nineteen minus three, so it's sixteen. All right. So you notice that this, you see a face, but it's not really a humanoid face. You can't really make any distinguishable, distinguishable, um, 
figure out of this. It, it's Feature. Features out of it, yes. Uh, but you you can tell that it's, it it kind of cocks its head to the side, almost like it's it's puzzled. It something's not right. It doesn't know. It, it something's not right. Something's out of place, and it just kind of stops and and is looking at you. I uh, turn to it and uh, in dark speech, I ask it. You, everybody who can hear me, hears me whisper in a guttural tone, like a, like a tone of basically just feels like pure evil. Goes, are you here for the coin? It uh, it cocks its head again. Um, what were you gonna say, Mutter? I'm gonna PM you. Okay. Yeah, when, so uh, it, it cocks its head again. Uh, go ahead, Stone. When Timothy said that, did it? I understand I couldn't hear him or understand him, and it was guttural. But did it sound like his voice, or was it like a voice that I didn't recognize, since I couldn't see who said? Uh, you could tell that it was Timothy's voice, um, okay. but you definitely didn't understand it. Um. Uh, so you do so there. Um. Miter, and you. Uh, one second. You you do. You pick up a, a slight little tingle, but not uh, not as strong as from everybody else around you. Almost like it's a a dim sensation. I scream to everyone. Um, my friends, this thing is not alive, yet not dead. Construct? So, undead? I get a faint feeling that it is alive, yet not quite all the way alive. Confusing me? So I take the co the bag of coins I, I have in my hand, and I just toss it to it. I say, take it home. So it, uh, it it catches the coins um, and kind of looks at it for a moment and attaches it to its belt and then nods to you and turns around and, and begins to walk back out um, past uh, stone again. Leaving I don't the... move. I don't move or say anything because I heard him, you know, I, I, I recognize his voice, but out of game. That was fucking genius. <laughs> so it uh, it it walks what, past what you. No, nope, there's there's not a map. I whistle to I whistle, uh, and I and as as people I catch the the team's attention, uh, and I look up towards the window where Velus is at, and I nod towards the beast, and I say, "It'll lead us home." And you said the. Creatures alive, not alive, looking weird, whatever. It's hooded. It came my way. Yep, it so, is. Uh, it's walking, uh, walking past you to leave the alleyway. So I am. This is going to be first time that the group group learns this. So I am a necromancer. Um, can I roll to identify what type of undead creature it is? I also have a cult, and I also have magical knowledge. Yep, absolutely. Do I get any uh, boons because of my uh, necromancy, my magic, my, my my occult? Yeah, you can have a boon. And I think somebody else was going to say something as well. 
I was right. 16. Uh, what were you going to say there, Stone? I was just... Whenever the thing walks by me, I was going to be asking if it looks at me or notices me or stops at all or if it just goes on its way. Um, it uh, it completely ignores you. Um, go ahead and roll me a perception check if you're kind of watching to see what it's doing. Um, Timothy, you can tell that this is not any type of undead whatsoever. Um, stone, up close and personal, as it walks past you, you you kind of you're finally able to see you you catch a, a a reflection off the moonlight as it glimmers against it and you can see that it is actually um a, a metallic face under the hood so i'm you know leaning up against the building arms crossed you know head down trying to blend in just my own thing uh, but I, I i filed that away i let it get i don't know how fast it's moving but i assume it's just ambling walking shumbling along casually it's uh it's moving with purpose it's not running but it's uh it's speed walking pretty much okay i as, assuming that it's not going if if i gauge it as it's been moving at this speed walking pace that it's not faster than my walking pace i will let it get 30 feet away um and then i will start tailing it not you know as, as stealthily as i can while maintaining okay do the rest of you follow as well Yep. I follow along, yep. but as I as I reach get up to where Stone is at, I go, Well it's not undead. My my assumption is some sort of construct. I immediately say it has a metal face. I saw it clear as day. Um so give me seeing its face, uh Stone, give me an intellect challenge roll with a boon. So you'll add the D six to it. Okay, so I rolled an eleven and a five. Five, 16. All right. So you, the number you needed to beat was a ten. So you succeed. Um, you seeing what you've seen, seeing how it's walk of a of a of a kind of almost robotic nature. You know that this is a clockwork, um, which explains why um, Miter kind of sensed that it was kind of a living creature, but it kind of wasn't a living creature. Do you know what a clockwork is? Are you asking me, Timothy? Yeah, Timothy, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's a mechanical device. I've I've not run into them That's very just... often. I mean, yeah. there's there's servants that I've known in the in the in the city of Azul that that use them, certain mages and whatnot. Um, I, I've never I've never dabbled with the, their creation, but they can fill they're... multiple purposes. But they should not be underestimated as you would any others. You know. Uh, oh, I, that was, I agree. That was definitely a clockwork. 100. They they come in 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 different levels of intellect, so uh, we can watch them. I think this one had a single purpose. I don't know its level though. I don't know its power. We're um we're tailing it at this point, I assume. I do not want to lose contact of it. So if like if Timothy stopped and was waiting on the others and it just kept going, I kept going. Okay, so you're you're easy, you're able to keep up with it. Um, you do see it. Uh, it approaches uh, the dark area of the dark waters in the dock ward. Um, it approaches a 
a rowboat that is kind of uh, up against the dock there. Um, Immediately looking around, are there other rowboats or boats available? There absolutely are. Um, it so it uh, it it reaches down and hands the the coin purse to two individuals in the boat, um, and they produce some kind of package um, wrapped in something and hand it to the clockwork. It uh, it turns off or turns away and begins to head away from the docks, and they begin to row. Um, across the dark waters. No, they don't. Oh, what are you going to do? I, uh, I, uh, grab one of the scroll tubes off of my bandolier. And you see me take out a, uh, tube that looks like vellum, which is vellum. If you're familiar with it, looks like the beaten flesh of a, a sheep that has been pounded flat, but it's a little bit more on the tan side of color, a little ashen, um, uh, written in uh, ink that has been mixed with ash, bone ash. The ink comes off as white. You hear me read from the tube um, a, uh, a, uh, a, a, a language uh, that again sounds like death. Out of the waters, around the boat, hands reach out from the depths as the ground is churned and the water is it bubbles as, as undead hands and claws reach out and seize hold of the uh, men and their boat, some of them shooting through the bottom of the boat to reach at them. Welcome to Grave Grasp. Um, and you said that was a scroll. Where did you get the scroll from, or did you just uh, know the writing spell? kit? I, I I know the spell, so I inscribe it. It costs half the silver or normal inscription if I if I spend the time writing it, but it does cost me silver. Okay. So is that why you were broke? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right on. And what's the what's the name of it again? Grave grasp. Gonna look at that real quick. The necromancy. Um, uh, a circle on the ground, a five-yard radius, centered on a point within short range, pops up. For the duration, darkness spreads to the area. Bony claws and rotting hands rise from the ground, which becomes difficult terrain. Each creature in the area, when you cast the spell or that's in the area at the end of the round, must make an agility challenge roll. On a failure, it takes 1d6 damage and becomes immobilized for the duration. If it was already immobilized, it instead takes 1d6 extra damage. The creature can use an action to tear free, removing the immobilized affliction. Basically, I'm attempting to immobilize them. And so basically, I drop the uh, leading edge right on them. So they basically have to try to claw their boat through 5 yards or 15 feet of this grave grasp area. So for the next at least it's it's a minute so it's a couple what is it there's is it each round is, is 10 seconds yeah i have no idea so it's it's first um, you know it's six rounds let me look at this so it's a five yard radius you cast it so it's a, a circle on the ground so are you circling the water are you casting on their boat or how exactly are you doing that you're casting it on their boat you're casting it I got, on i got a, i got a question on this too yep. is the is is the uh is the automaton guy, is he still on the docks or is he already? 
Uh, he's uh, he is attempting to leave. But he, but he's still on the dock at this point when he's casting, correct? Um, he's he's off the dock, kind of proceeding to walk away. Um, how how far away from the water's edge? Um, he's he's at the end of the docks, kind of walking onto land. His size? Um, he's a humanoid size, size one. How far away are we from them? Um, we'll say 20 yards. Um, yep, we absolutely can there. Um, whoop. um, so you said you're casting that Timothy on the boat. So are, yeah, you want, that no, worked. Basically, it's a right in between the two men with that are that are rowing there. They're sitting right. Basically, I cast it right on the two of them. They're both sitting at the oars side by side. Then I cast it right in between the two of them. Okay, so they so this basically, so basically keeps them away. Yeah, you, it, it keeps them and it starts damaging them. Each creature in the area you can cast. They have to do it. They basically, so. Okay. Yep. They need. Let's see. I have here. to roll. Pause, rotting hands. Right. Go terrain. So the terrain wouldn't really. They have to make an, they have to make an ability challenging roll. Well, it's not the terrain is basically undead hands come out of the ground. That's what the quote unquote terrain thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's the difficult terrain part of it doesn't really apply because they're not walking. They're just sitting there, not moving. Um, so they need to. Must make an agility challenge roll on failure. Okay. Um, give me a second to let me get to them real quick. Um, that. And they succeeded on their challenge roll. Um, so they do not take damage and are not immobilized. So they're this round. Yeah, this round. So they're they're rowing. They've got a little bit of of momentum built up. Um, let's see here. It's on the boat. <laughs> What's that? But it's on the boat. So yeah, it's on it's on the boat. It, it goes with them. Yeah, it goes with them. Um, Unless they try to dive out of the boat. Did Stone notice uh, Timothy cast that spell on him? Was there any visual effect on the boat? Did the people with my perception check trying to identify them, did, do they notice that they had a spell cast on them or notice us? Any, do I notice? They're um, fighting a whole bunch of hands out of the boat. Yeah. Even if, they, if, they're, if they're not grabbed from them, they're able to swat it away. Yes, you see like tons of hands start crawling okay. out of the water and out, so of, out of the boat. As soon as Stone sees those hands out of the water and then start rowing away, um, I will make it a beeline to the closest extra rowboat that you said I would see, and I'll jump in it to prepare to give chase. What's right. the clockwork? What's the clockwork doing? Hey, just so you know, if you get in range with it, you have to roll against it too. The uh, the clockwork is it's attempting to to leave at the moment, unless anybody stops it. Well, I'd be curious what's in the package. 
What's in the box? Basket. All right. So you do you stop it? Well, he doesn't sure. have No, no. Actually, actually, I want to barrel right through it and try to knock it into the water. Awesome move. Okay. Give me um. Give me an agility. That's a that's a shift move. Give me um, there. Explain that, please. Yep. Give me one second. I am. So you're gonna do knock down. Um, so make a strength attack roll, and let me get its agility score. Eighteen plus one. Eighteen plus one, which awesome. is nineteen. Um, so you hit it, knock it into the water. Um, it uh, drops its package onto the dock. How deep? How deep is the water? Um, it's probably about eight. 10 feet or so. So it goes underwater altogether. Yeah, and can't come up. Um, what, uh, so it it's drops stuck. the package it's on the ground? Boots at night. No, just kidding. Yeah, it's, it's, it's stuck there, basically. What, uh, what do you, what do y'all do with the package that's dropped on the ground? I'm gonna run over and grab it immediately. It's, or I if I can, if I can, if I have the wherewithal to do that. Shoot. I thought you said the package was delivered to the two people on the boat. The gold was get delivered to the two people on the boat. They gave the package to the construct in repayment for the, the silver pickup. Oh, I'm with you now. Okay, I was so confused. So, so Miter, you've been downed. Pick up the package. Do you open it to look at it? Describe the package. Um, it's about uh, eight and a half inches long. Um, it's uh, about three inches in diameter and it's cylinder shape. Really? I want to shake it. Alright, uh, so you shake it a little bit. Um, it's still got the wrapper on it, but you do hear a like a sloshing sound. A liquid sloshing sound? Um, yeah, but not like a, not like a, a watery liquid, like a thick liquid. I'm, I'm gonna. Who's around me right now? Just me? Is it just me there? Or, I'm still or, on the dock too. I'm gonna turn around and 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 sort of show them the package and 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 just sort of ask, you know, what do you guys think? Want to open it up and see what's in inside? Want to go back to uh, the glory hole? What do you guys think's up? And again, I guess what's going on behind us too? I mean, we really probably wouldn't be talking if the uh, boats behind us are. Or, you know, something's happening there. I, so. I point to him. I said, "Worry about the bottle later." Yeah, stone, I, stop the ship. So, quick question to the GM: um, How many boats were available when you when you said there were more uh, other boats? Was it just one other one? Was it's it uh, there's plenty of boats. You could each take your own if you wanted to. Okay, so with that knowledge in mind, Stone doesn't look over your shoulder to like okay now take that back i look over my shoulder once i get in the boat to see if someone's like right behind me about to get in with me to help me row and if no one's within 10 feet of me i just start rowing after them figuring they can get their own boats does anybody else get in the boat with uh stone i will if i can okay so you you and your package get in the boat correct and, and, and if i can when i'm in the boat i'll put the package into my backpack so I don't lose it. Is Dillis here? I'm not hearing him. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just looking around, 
wondering why that we're doing this instead of, you know, me being able to go find pleasure. I go, Velas, a lot of money and hot girl. After him. (laughs) You know, 50 years ago, you know. June 19th, 2020. Velas is demoted to a dog. Nubal, 16-year-old, on the other end of that package. Party separates. Stays <laughs> on the dock. That's right. That could be uh, that could be useful in many ways. So I guess I will go. All right. So everybody gets into the to the rowboat. Um, do you row towards the uh, the boat with the hands and shit all over it? Uh, can we do a perception check if they were rowing towards a big ship that we can see, or if there's a ship that's out in the water that's you know yeah. becoming like any, you know, any, a little, a little anything out there. Like a little aggressive now that we hit him with a necromancy spell. Yeah, everybody can give me a perception check. Twelve. All right. My, I I rolled, I rolled my dice in a uh, cleaned out box, and it's like caught. I can't tell if it's a two or a twelve. What do I do? roll. We'll go with a. We'll go with a twelve. Twelve. 12. Eighteen. Eighteen. Ishim, what about you? What was that? It was 15. At 15. All right. So you all notice that you stopped them too fucking early to figure out where they were going. So you have no freaking idea. We can beat them out of it. So if they're immobilized currently, um, so they're not. They're fighting the hands, they're trying to row, but they're not immobilized. Well, he just they said put- we stopped, so I assume that was like the second or well, they, third round. Yeah, they, they've they kind of stopped rowing, and they're all trying to, like, fight the hands, and they um, they each take a little bit of damage and jump the F out of the boat to get away from the hands. And, oh, and I'm, guessing, I'm guessing they're really scared, too, right? Because, I mean, a normal person probably wouldn't realize what the hell was going on. Correct. When they jump out of the boat, do they start swimming back to land? Out yes, to the ocean? they they do. They start swimming back to the dock since it's close. I'm nice. gonna I'm gonna roll to row towards them immediately. Yeah, Miter's in my boat, right? Uh, yep, I think everybody's in the same boat. Yeah, so before I, they get very far, they're gonna have to roll again to see if they get immobilized and end up drowning. Basically, we're we're actually oh in yeah separate boats. yeah that's right. Two separate boats. Guys, this goes for six. This goes for a full Two. minute. So this goes for six rounds. So they got to roll. It's like they got to roll at least. I mean, I don't know how far these guys can swim, or even if they can swim. But uh, it's ten feet. They're fighting. Deep. They're fighting. They're fighting. Graf- grasping claws for fifteen yards. So hang on one second. So it's not actually since you cast it on the boat itself, it'll stay in the. It goes boat. basically the middle of the circle. Basically, you're gonna drown them. Basically, I've got like I'll bring him back. I've got I've got necromancy. We can question him. Cool, that works for me. Yep, yeah, we are. And I'm fixing it just probably for my character, but for me it works. Yeah, I mean I agree. But Stone hears the uh, you know miter call out you know whatever and or sees that I'm definitely going that way as well. And if I see them fall underwater, I'll dive under because I know we need to question them. 
since we weren't able to trail. All right, Actually, so let me, let me I, I got a DM question real quick. Yeah, can go ahead. Dewar swim? Can Dewar swim? Um. Yes. There's nothing racial that says they can't in this game. You you yeah. don't uh, swim. You if more you, no, you float very agilely. You float very agilely. Well, let me ask you another question. I mean, I've got I've got armor on. So if I was to jump in the water, am I going to float or sink? I have armor. Um. You'll uh. Just you'll be able to float. Um. Yeah, you can float. Yeah, we all float down here. So I would I would jump in and save them if I mean if there's any question if they're gonna drown I will do whatever I can do even if I can entangle myself to save them I won't let them die and I won't let them be drowned by us. So they they jump out um, of the boat, uh, the boat its hands um, just kind of stop there. Um, they are swimming trying to get away. They do the master um, agility check again. Yep. Uh, they're gonna fail it since they're swimming, and shit's trying to grab at them, and they both lose consciousness because they are impaired and begin to sink down into the water. I tried to, are we close enough that I can hook one of them with my spear? Um, I don't know, that's gonna depend. Did your skeleton hands go with the boat away, or? Yes. Yes, they do. I mean, All yeah. Right. So if the boat is still floating in that direction, then yes. All right. So yeah, you're you're able to grab one of them with a spear. All right, I do that. All right, I you jump do so. I jump it after the other. One. All right, you uh, you grab the other one. Uh, so you got them both. Uh... Did he jump within the range? Did both of them basically get knocked out and then they started to sink and then the boat happened to move away, so they're not in the range, or is, or is he jumping within range of the grave grass? No, they're they're out of range of it now. You're lucky. And you, uh, once spent the. Uh, oh, I got to Okay. Um, so yeah, you both have, uh, you both have control of them. I pulled the guy into the boat. All right. Um, Miter, do you pull your I guy into the boat? I, I, I pat him down. I, I, I make sure I grab the guy that I saw grab, get handed the coin sack. Does he have the, does he have the hundred silver? Uh, no, he doesn't. It's still on the boat, isn't it? It uh, he probably dropped it somewhere. Um, Miter, what uh, do you drag your guy into the boat? Yeah, I sure do. All right, so you have both your guys in the boat, um, soaking wet. Um, and we're gonna wait Talk. till next Where's week the to girl? figure out what you do. Mm -hmm. Oh, we have to wait till next week. Yep, we gotta wait till next week to see what happens. All right. Nice. Great session, guys. guys. This is a lot of fun tonight, guys. Really, really good job, everybody, man. Yeah, it was it was great. I appreciate you, Smoke. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Every week seems to get a little better, man. I, I, I just I can't tell you how much I enjoyed tonight. Well, I'm gonna build the climax up, and then you're all just gonna explode one night in an orgasmic session. Uh, <laughs> okay. So this game is for Valus, is what you're saying? I was going to say, that, that must have been for Valus. I actually have a picture of Valus. 
Um, let me get it real quick. I already had the pleasure. Luckily, I live right around the corner from uh, from Chmo, so. No, no, I, I, to, I not that picture. A different picture. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> That's how it'll turn out. It needs to be a little older. <laughs> and a little skinnier. Alright everybody, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump out of here. Um Phil, I know you got a question for me. I'll uh, I'll get up with you here shortly. Yep, no problem, man. Alright, y'all have a good one. Alright, yep, we'll see GG, everybody. everybody. See everybody later. All right, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. I hope you liked what you saw. Um, yeah, Tales of the Demon Lord. You're right, uh, Red Red Crowby. This is... Uh, I've never got a chance to play this all the way through. I'm excited about it. Um, we're not going to be playing it in order. Well, I take that back. We are going to be playing it in order, but they're going to be doing little side things off here and there because um, I don't want to run them straight up to level 10. Um so they'll, instead of hitting a level each session, we'll kind of fill it out a little bit. Um, yeah, if you're, uh, if, if you want to, you can PM me on Discord or I don't know why my Discord's not working. There's a link down below. Um, or whisper me on Twitch if you would like as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So thanks everybody for stopping in. Um... I appreciate uh, everybody. Uh, if you haven't done so already, give the channel a follow. Uh, all our games are on YouTube if you want to go back and rewatch them. We also have a podcast, FSH Schmo's Amazing Tabletop Podcast. It is on iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, and Podbean. Um, I think that's everything that I can think of at the moment. Um, so, yeah. Um... Yeah, we'll be back. Um, that's right. We'll we will be back uh, next Friday, seven o'clock, to pick this up. Thanks everybody for stopping in, and we'll see you later.